Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Purdy, and I've spent the last 13 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Purdy, and I'm your host for today. And today we're talking about audience growth. This is a really big topic for online entrepreneurs because the health and wellness and growth of your company depends on your audience size. So we can certainly sell high ticket offers to a very small audience. Totally cool. Happens all the time. But if we want to sell courses on Automate and really build that foundation of recurring monthly revenue, it's really important to have an audience and to have a quality audience. So there's a couple of mistakes I made in my business. Um, I actually have never shared this before. <laughs> I think it's time. Here we go. Confession session. And then we'll get into audience growth here. So I did two things in my business uh, that were not great for my business. But we, you know what, like I always say here on Tech Champagne, we don't know what we don't know. So we do our best. So the first thing I did when I started my business, and I didn't know how to grow an audience, was I just went to, this was my creative brain thinking, I went over to my LinkedIn because, you know, you get tons of messages there all the time. I'm not really a huge fan nor user of LinkedIn. That might change. I don't know. Everything changes. But at that time, I didn't really know how to use LinkedIn or how to build an audience or any of that. So what I did was I went over to LinkedIn. I exported the email list for the people that were connected with me on LinkedIn. And I created an email list out of them. I thought, hey, there was like 3,000 people there who all wish me happy birthday or whatever. So guess what? <laughs> You're now on my email list. And I, I mean, I did my best, right? They're on LinkedIn. They're business people. They follow me on LinkedIn or, I don't know, send automated messages, whatever. So I put them on my email list. And to date, there are still some of those people on my email list. And when they unsubscribe, it's all good, you guys. When people unsubscribe from your email list, it's actually a good thing because you're paying for all these people to be on your list. So they should be the right people. Okay, so mistake number one that I made was downloading my LinkedIn contacts and just making that my email list because they didn't ask to be on my email list. They haven't shown interest in any of my courses. I don't know if they run online businesses or they have brick and mortar. So they weren't really vetted correctly. Uh, the second mistake I made, and this is a really big one, is I bought followers. I bought them. I was like, oh, what is this thing? It was brand new. It was probably 10 years ago. You know, you start seeing all these offers buy followers, instantly get 10,000 followers on your Instagram so you can use the swipe up. Do you remember the swipe up? That was a that was a total thing for a while. And I did it. It was like 40 bucks and I got like 10,000 followers. I was like, oh, well, now I look legitimate. Mm, guess what happens when you buy followers? Number one, Instagram um, punishes you if your audience growth is that fast because they know it's not real. And number two, these people who are following you are not real accounts. They're just click farms in different countries <laughs> where people are employed for not a lot of money to just create accounts, just create accounts, create accounts and follow people. So an order comes in, hey, follow these people and they just follow you. 
they're not real accounts. A lot of them get shut down. So if you bought followers, you'll see that number decreases over time. And that's because they're not real accounts and Facebook and or Instagram will block them and shut them down anyway. So I thought I was doing a good thing. I was very new to the business. Um, yeah, we're learning. We're learning. So I bought followers. So never, ever, 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 ever buy followers. Your account will get punished for it. And it does, it brings zero value to your business. Zero value. <laughs> so the success of your business does not depend on the number of people who are following you on Instagram. It's quite the opposite. It depends on the consistency and effectiveness at which you market your business. You can market it to two people. You can market it to two million people. Okay. So let's talk about audience growth here for a second. Now that you're not downloading your ink, your LinkedIn list and you're not buying followers, here's what you can do. Three ways that you can build your audience. You can build it organically. And I'll show you, I'll tell you how here in a moment. You can borrow it from other people and you can also buy your audience. And I don't mean in a fake buying followers way. I mean more in like an advertising sort of way. So if you're a note taker, this is a really good time to take notes. Um, I'm really excited to break this down for you today. And okay, so let's start with building your audience. So building your audience organically is where your freebies come in. So, you know, you have your sales funnel, you've got your free tools, you start posting the link to the opt-in page for your free tool and people start opting in. Now those people have been vetted. So it's not like my LinkedIn blunder. <laughs> this is a legitimate way to build your email list. So someone has said, oh, I like your freebie. I'm going to opt in. That person is far more likely to buy from you than someone you downloaded from a different site. So let's use those freebies. Um, you also can build your audience using Facebook groups. So when I say audience, I don't only mean email lists. So I don't want you to think I'm just talking about your email list. I'm talking about your audiences on your social media, your audiences on your email lists, um, sort of anywhere there is an audience. So using Facebook groups to build an audience is a really great strategy. It's really great. And I highly suggest you use the same free Facebook group, meaning that people who join it don't have to pay a membership or buy a program to launch multiple things. So I know the number of people in a Facebook group was always a concern for people that own the Facebook group. They're like, oh gosh, it's brand new. Nobody's going to want to join because there's only two members. Who cares? Every Facebook group starts with two members. Launch it anyway. So use that Facebook group. And when you are launching multiple things or having multiple free trainings or masterclasses, run it in the same Facebook group over and over and over. That's how you grow that Facebook group to several hundred, several thousand people. Use the same container. Make it sort of like a general catch-all for people who want your trainings and want your masterclasses and want your freebies, post your freebie in there, all the things. So growing a Facebook group is pretty easy to do, but it takes a bit of time. So building your audience organically takes some time, and that is okay. And I get this question a lot regarding Facebook groups. People sometimes think, well, I have a free Facebook group that has like 500 people in it, and I also want to sell a membership. But I don't want membership people to think that no one's in the Facebook group. So I'll just put them in the free Facebook group. No, you can't do that. <laughs> people that pay for a program, a membership, a course, a mastermind, they have to be in a paid Facebook group. So you can't put them in a free group because then you're just giving your content away to people that have paid for it and people that have not paid for it. So that doesn't make a lot of sense to people that have paid for it. So I want to make that distinction. When you are running a Facebook group for free, Make sure that it's only for people who have not purchased anything just yet. 
that makes the paid community that much more valuable. Okay, so that's building your audience. Now let's talk about borrowing your audience. So borrowing your audience, what I'm talking about is getting in front of other people's networks, other people's audiences. So they've spent their hard-earned time, maybe money, blood, sweat, and tears to building their audience. And you just get to stand in front of it. And so you can borrow someone's audience. It's also great practice to lend your audience out as well. And, you know, kumbaya collaborations are really great. So let's talk about speaking at events. This is a great way to borrow someone's audience. So planning events is a beast. I know this from firsthand experience. I've planned six retreats in the last several years. They're a beast. They are a lot of time. They're a lot of work, a lot of management. And then when the day comes, it's like magic. And then you're so tired. and <laughs> You just get to revel in all the magic, magic that just happened. But the planning is a lot. It's a lot. So when you are someone who gets to either attend an event or speak, even better, speak at an event, you're borrowing someone else's audience. So go to these events with intention to share a freebie, to get someone opted in for something. That way you're borrowing their audience and really making that time you're spending valuable. Another way to borrow an an audience is to be on a podcast. All of you that have been here on Tech Champagne, know that I link to all your stuff in the show notes and then you'll get new followers from my audience, which then grows your audience. So you're borrowing my audience. Awesome. Another way is to post in someone else's Facebook group with their permission, certainly, and make sure that they allow links. But that's a great way to get people opted into your email list or to follow you on your Instagram or whatever that call to action might be. Another really great way to borrow an audience is to do an Instagram giveaway. So I'm sure you've seen these, but Oftentimes, one of the conditions of winning the giveaway is to follow certain accounts. So this is how you grow your audience when you do these Instagram giveaways. So I would file this under collaborations. And that's my last item here under borrowing an audience is doing collaborations. Collaborations can happen in a variety of different ways. But um, one really common way is an Instagram giveaway where in order to qualify to win, you have to follow both accounts. Uh, you could also do Facebook Live interviews, do Instagram Live interviews. Um, you could do all kinds of things to do collaborations. So you can create a really fun Instagram reel where everyone has to do a certain action and you stitch it all together and then each person shares it at the same time and tags each other. That could be really fun as well. Okay, so we've gone over how to build your audience organically, how to borrow from someone else's. Now let's talk about how to buy your audience. So again, I'm not talking about buying followers. They're all fake anyway. I'm talking about ads. So this is paid advertising for your business. This is a great strategy, but it's also not required. I haven't run Facebook ads probably six years. Um, they are a, kind of a beast and the platform changes often. So if you are someone who wants to use Facebook ads to grow your business, I highly suggest that you hire an agency to do it because you have to watch them. Um, to make sure that your ad spend is being used correctly. So it's real-time stats, which is fantastic, which is why they're so powerful. You could turn them on and off at any time, but you have to kind of know what you're doing. I had a client the other day who said, oh my gosh, I ran a Facebook ad. I didn't realize it was still running. I'm up to $650 in charges for something I forgot about. They are not going to notify you if you've forgotten and let it charge you $5 a day for a few months. So if you want to dive into Facebook ads, I suggest you hire an agency to do it. Um, the fees vary. They can be, I don't know, two, 3000 a month 
just to hire the agency and then you have your ad spend on top of that. But if your goal is to launch a course to, you know, 3,000 new people, then it's 100% worth it. So that is up to you. But those are options. You can do Facebook ads, you can do Instagram ads, you can pretty much run ads on any platform. Um, Totally up to you. But that is how you buy your audience for audience growth is you run some ads. And the strategy typically for those ads is to run an ad to an opt-in page. So you're bringing people into that freebie, bringing them into the start of your funnel. You can certainly run an ad directly to a program, but I would do that to a warm audience and not a cold one. I would bring a cold audience to an opt-in page for a free tool and a warmer audience can then be sent to courses or some sort of paid ad. Um, And don't forget to run a tripwire after your freebie. (laughs) That's a good practice. Uh, If you're not sure what a tripwire is, let's talk on Instagram. You can follow me at Alisa Purdy. I love talking about audience growth and the value it has for your business. It's a numbers game, you guys. It's all a numbers game. If you're looking at coaches who are having like 100K months, you know, 50K days, whatever that might be, just know that they're probably spending some money on advertising. So that takes, you know, that takes some of the revenue. Um, But it's also doable and it's doable for you. It just means that they have more eyeballs on what they're selling. So I want you to have as many eyeballs as possible on what you're selling and to enjoy your business. So I hope you enjoyed this short episode of Tech Champagne today. So we're talking about audience growth, how to build, borrow, or buy your audience. So thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you next week. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.